Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Candid and Cringe, a podcast about growth and the roller coaster of life. Today's episode is about boundaries. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. I could talk all day about boundaries. Uh, I think there are a lot of different types of boundaries. Boundaries at work, um, boundaries between friends, boundaries between family members, uh, boundaries between people on the internet. That's a new one for me. I probably will split this out into different parts, especially because I I can really, really talk about boundaries between friends. I think that's because I have the most memorable experiences with breaking up with friends, so to speak. There's a lot of boundary setting in my family, um, although I think that's a little bit more emotionally charged. Uh, the feelings from that time. It's more. It's much more sensitive than with the friendship stuff. With the friendship stuff, I'm pretty much over it. But like with the family stuff, I think that's ongoing um, until, you know, somebody gets too old and kicks the bucket. But alas, we are not there right now. So I think I mentioned in another episode that I started a new job in December. Been here a little over three months. It's kind of rocky at first, um, but things are on the up and up, adjusting, but generally proud of the work that I'm doing, and I'm excited about what I'm learning. However, because my job is now in an area called like developer relations, developer advocacy, there's a lot more publicity, public-facing work um, that has resulted in unwanted attention from certain people. In general, since like I would even say the MySpace days, I was on Twitter pretty early. I joined, oh, 2009, July 2009. Then there's a whole MySpace deal. Like I've always been, it's not that I've ever never went private. I have, especially on Instagram, just because that's like super personal. If I'm going hiking, like I like to share pictures from like what I've done that day right so that's like really that's an inside look at my life but for all intents and purposes I've always been pretty public about you know what's been going on in my career what's been going on in my life with the exception of the super super personal stuff that's that's reserved for family and close friends um, and mentors if relevant but because I've started doing this work um, I've noticed some some differences with the way that the internet has interacted with me and now. And it has resulted in me having to set up boundaries that I didn't think that I would need. So let's see where to start. In the last six months or so, I've started, like I've been active on Twitter the things that are new are I've joined like Slack communities and Discord communities. Uh, some of them are, actually most of them are developer related. Some of them are not. Like I subscribe to or I pledge dollars per month to Patreon creators. And a lot of them have Discord channels related to their work and exclusive community. So I'm in those too. But for the most part, I'm in developer-related ones. And ever since I've been in Discord servers for reasons other than gaming or pop culture, entertainment, 
noticed an influx of random people who uh, are not my friends, who think that they can DM me because we're in the same server. And like my favorite developer community server is one that we affectionately call RWC Rendezvous with Cassidy, um, which belongs to a developer named Cassidy Williams, who I love. Not seriously love, but you know, love. So I'm in, I'm in her Discord community. And by and large, it's a very supportive community. People are very transparent about, well, the, the active people are very transparent about what they're paid, are very transparent about what's happening at work. People who are both active and not active are when the time comes, when they're applying for jobs and they get rejected or accepted. They're very transparent about that, too. It's very, very refreshing. At the same time, I think the level of, of detail and the amount of information that is shared in there professionally um, makes some people think that we are now tight. And yes, like I consider them to be my Discord friends, some of them more possible to be IRL friends than others. But the lines are a little bit blurred when you talk to each other that much as a community, that is, um, in the Discord channel. So I've had people, when I was going through my job search last year, I've had people message me and they were probably being friendly. It's not that I think that there was any bad intent whatsoever, but I remember just feeling like, I don't consider you to be a person that I would share inside information about how I feel about this process in a DM. Like if the amount of information that I'm comfortable sharing with you is what it, is whatever's in the public server channel. I don't know why you feel like we're on a level, especially because we've never interacted directly in a public server channel. I don't know why you would think that we are on DM status because we are not. And it's from those experiences that I started, and that's just in Discord, that I started thinking like, huh, I might have to reevaluate the whole DMs being open to everybody thing and who are actually my friends, my connections, who has access to my data on social media. There are other examples, too. Similar situation on Twitter. People, people DMing me about things. Although it's somehow a little bit more cordial on Twitter. I don't usually get hate or anything. Hate or, um, well, there was one person who was very uncomfortable. Um, but over time, I think they, they, they understood what was happening. And backed off. So that was good. But have you ever had, so like I'm, you know, approaching, approaching my, my midlife crisis, so to speak. And I've gotten to the phase in life where random people from high school will hit you up out of nowhere and be like, hey, hey, how you, how, hey, how you doing? How you is? Um... You know, back in the day, I thought you were real great. 
uh, I couldn't tell you before, you know, and the vibe is basically like I'm being I'm prioritizing entertainment there in the paraphrasing of what they said. But essentially, imagine creepy dude from your high school who, you know, you were cordial with before, even friendly, reaching out to you and just insinuating that they had feelings for you when they were dating other people in high school and just like baiting you to know more. And I'm just like, first of all, allegedly, you are, you were convicted for child pornography. This is a real situation, by the way. You were allegedly convicted of child pornography. I don't want to be speaking to you. And number two, even if that wasn't the case, I am not trying to have this shady conversation with you about how you supposedly were attracted to me while you were dating two other people in high school. No. Plus, I have a partner of like over seven years who I love dearly, and I do not want to be talking to you. Um, when that happened to me, I automatically like text message uh, our mutual friend from high school who is a good friend of mine and was just like, this guy is whack. And, and, okay, that's, that's what's happening on Facebook. It even happens on LinkedIn. I think women are not surprised by this. People, they get hit on all the time on, on even professional social networks. But this happens, this happens, people. If this surprises you, I don't know where you've been. I don't know what rock you've been under, but the harassment is everywhere. Anyways, so those are some examples, like happens on Instagram too, where it's just like the very brief, uncomfortable situation gives me an opportunity to reassess whether this connection is worth having, this digital connection is worth having. Now, I am, the reason why this is an opportunity to reflect on that is because I mean, you could have like 700, 1,000, 2,000 people that you're connected to. Or if you're like a big shot on Twitter, you got like tens of thousands, 100,000. 100,000 people, even 700 people are not on your mind all the time. So unless it becomes top of mind, you don't really get a chance to reflect on it. Unless you're, you're someone who's going to meticulously go through your friends list every day, every week of your life. So these situations gave me the opportunity to reflect. Do I want this person to see the stories on Instagram that I put up? To Do I want to keep this person as a connection with me on Twitter, knowing that they're going to respond to everything that I tweet about um, and DM me every, th- every time I talk about a certain thing? Now, I'm not saying I don't want people to interact me, interact with me. That's not what I'm saying. But just imagine that feeling of like your coworker following you on Twitter and that feeling of dread that you might have when every single thing that you tweet is something that they may respond to or even do respond to. That feeling helps you realize at what point, where is your balance? Where is your line? And I've been learning that for the last couple months. 
What I've done as a response to that is, well, even before this thing, I, you know, liberally use the mute, mute feature. If I don't like seeing somebody on my timeline, mute, mute or block. If it's really, really, really bad, then it's a block. Otherwise, just mute it, hide it. I mute it phrases, I mute it words. Um, but I've, on Twitter, I've, I've decided to, to go the route of closing my DMs to everyone but the people that I'm connected to. I'm sure there are people who've slipped through the cracks that I've forgotten about, but at this point, let's just like roughly say if we're already connected, that should mean that I'm okay with you messaging me. There will be some pruning. There has been some pruning already, but that's the route that I'm going for. If you're a stranger, it's like there's no need for you to jump into my DMs. If you want to talk to me, at me, at me, reply to my tweet, request that you get access to my DMs and we can go from there. I, I To me, like immediately jumping into my DMs on Twitter feels... Almost as intimate as someone texting me on my phone to my phone number. Um, So there needs to be a stopgap between that and my inbox. That's the move that I made there. On Discord, I've closed, I've also closed my DMs to people unless we are mutual friends. Um, And I took that opportunity to go through my list of friends, quote unquote, and unfriend anyone that I was a little too lax in accepting before. And so we are no longer friends. On uh, Facebook and Instagram, that required the most effort because those are connections that I've had since like... High school or university, right? And like on Facebook, there's like, what, like 1,200 people? Instagram, there was, there was, I think close to 1,000 or something like that. But I've, I've cut probably several hundreds of people from those lists. Um, Starting with who has already DM'd me and made me feel highly uncomfortable. Those people went first. The second was, um, the second group to go were, who wh- who has not messaged me lately? So the first one is like, who has messaged me recently and gives me the creeps and made me really uncomfortable? Um, delete. Second group is, who hasn't messaged me recently but has messaged me before and made me uncomfortable? Delete. And third was more hypothetical. It was, who, if they did message me wanting to hang out or know more personal details about my life, would I feel uncomfortable with being connected with? Gone. And this was a great exercise for me because I used to be a person, I mean, I'm still sort of this way, but I used to be a person who bring on the connections because I'm nosy and I want to know. I like information, okay? Information is power, The more that I know, the more in control that I am. And I think at the beginning of this podcast, my listeners have, you already have a sense of the fact that I don't like being, 
I don't like being out of control. So, yes, there's a little bit of nosiness, like, ooh, like what's going on with your life? But the other is data. But at some point, the value of that data is no longer there. Or the value is the same, but other things have higher priority, uh, which is my safety and comfort and mental health. So uh, I used to kind of laugh at people who would announce, it's the announcement, uh, would announce that, hey, it's not personal. I just want to, I just want to keep this space safe, um, free of bad vibes, and I'm going to cut, I'm going to cut people. Um, if, if you see this, you've made the cut, right? I just thought it was, what's more, what's funny to me is the fact that they had to announce it. And maybe that's because they already knew that they were going to cut people that were going to be controversial. Like, you know, that person who, who might think that you're friends, but now you want to cut them. There, there probably were those types of situations. For me, I'm just like, I don't understand why I don't see the value of making an announcement. I'm going to delete you. Um, and if you try to friend request me again, I am going to remove it or just leave it there. You don't need an explanation. If we're not buddies, you don't need an explanation. However, if you're going to suddenly cut off, I don't know, a five-year friendship, 10-year friendship, um, and it it's not threatening to your physical being and your mental health to give them an explanation, I would just give them them an explanation but by all means if you don't feel if you don't feel safe cut them cut them i'm a little bit more understanding of people ghosting these days uh generally i'm quite critical of people ghosting people because i think it's cowardice um uh because i've just observed that most people don't like direct confrontation but I have matured to the point where I am understanding that there are simply people who do not feel safe being direct with people. And there are very real threats. Um, for example, in the workplace, your boss may be harassing you. Um, and like it is very easy with my personality to just be like, stand up to them. But you also have to be really aware of things like the difference in power, right? The person's financial position. Um, how badly do they need that job? Like, do they feel safe giving that feedback, right? Do they fear retaliation? Those are very real things. So I, I want to leave room for that. In future podcast episodes, I want to talk more about boundaries. Um, in this episode, we talked more about the boundaries that we have to put between ourselves and other people on the internet or at least the boundaries that I have decided to put between myself and the people on the internet. Um, it's very interesting, the line, when you come across it. Like, for example, there's a person who I, you know, by all intents and purposes, like in my Discord channel. But as soon as that person became connected to me on Instagram, it became too much. And I didn't realize it until they were friends with me on Instagram um, and started responding to my stories. And as soon, I'm somebody who like, I am very quick to cut things um, in extreme scenarios. 
Uh, that is a good thing because I can do it. Um, in regular everyday things where people, need, you know, can get second chances, um, I am quite rigid with that. So I know that that is a, a downfall of mine in regular circumstances. But uh, that person, so far, right now I've dealt with it when I have that type of situation where I'm not sure if I want to delete the person um, or just prevent them from seeing my stuff on Instagram, I will just hide my stories from them and leave it at that. And then for another day, cut them. If they're really bad, I'm going to cut you right away. In the future, I want to talk more about boundaries with family members. I think that's a really hard one for people, especially when you grow up in an ethnic culture that values family and the group and the community and presenting this image of a wonderful tight-knit bond that you all have as blood brothers and sisters. I definitely want to talk about friendship breakups. I'm a big fan of proactive friendship breakups. Um, what else? Ooh, boundaries at work. Boundaries at work. I want to talk about that too. Oh, so many things to talk about boundaries. I also uh, own a book. I bought it recently, but haven't read it yet. It is about boundaries. I can't remember what it's called, but I am very curious to see how my view of boundaries changes after, like from now to when I read that book. Let's see, I'm on Amazon. I tried, okay, set boundaries, find peace in books. Yes, there's even a workbook. Okay. But I got it. I believe a, I believe a therapist of sorts wrote this book. I follow them on Instagram, but I'm not entirely sure. Their name is Nedra Glover Tawab. But I bought this book because on Twitter, I saw someone talking about this book. I think I actually first saw it on Instagram. Someone who I look up to in the professional world tweeted about it, or not tweeted about it, um, Instagram storied it. But on Twitter, someone was also talking about it, just a random person. And what they said really made me think, ooh, I'm intrigued. I'm going to buy this book. That person, that stranger on Twitter said something along the lines of like, I thought I was good at boundaries. Been doing it all my life. Can cut people no problem. But even I learned things from reading this book. Like, I guess more ways to set boundaries. So I'm very, I, I resonate with what that person said. I feel like I'm really good um, with boundaries to the point of being very, very regimented and strict, you could say. Um, I'm excited to learn what new things I can learn about boundaries. And then, you know, maybe no promises. I need to stay away from promises because I like the freedom of talking about whatever I want whenever I want on my podcast. But someday this might result in a revisiting of boundaries in a future podcast. And I'm excited to see what the difference is on my end and what the difference is from your perspective. It's a Saturday over here. It's gloomy, but I'm, I'm hoping that the weather is great wherever you are. And if it's not, I hope that whatever your weekend looks like, whatever your sky looks like, your weather, you're having a very restful 
day before you go back to work. Thanks everyone! Toodaloo!